0: Goodness, way to front it! and here comes Kyle, He's not to be tonight. Is this the boy who played the football with South Sydney? Yes, yes, he played one game of first grade, and he's played reserve grade and under-23s.
1: Welcome to Rabbitohs TV, my name is Darren Brown, and today I am down at the Outlaw Boxing Gym in the heartland of South Sydney Territory, Marooba Junction. And I'm joined by the owner of that establishment, Mark Cole. Welcome to Rabbitohs TV, Mark.
2: Thanks very much, Darren, for having me.
1: Mate, uh, where are you from, and what was it like growing up there?
2: Uh, Mate, I'm from Maroobra, literally a stone's throw from the gym. I grew up in Housing Mission down there and, uh, and I'm born and bred Marooba and I never left.
1: Mate, it must have been a great area to grow up. You've got the beach not far down the road, uh, football, streetwise, what a great environment to grow up.
2: Yeah mate, Marooba always been a sporty community and the Housing Mission was a rough place to grow up but we always had the beach to fall back on and very family orientated area. So.
1: Mate, it's produced so many first grade players, including yourself. Uh, you've actually uh, played for the Rabbitohs, uh, Rabbitoh number 737. So even though it was only one game, tell us about your debut game for the South Sydney Rabbitohs.
2: Oh, well, I, my debut game was Penrith Park. Look, I wasn't first grade material, I was reserve grade. Um, I wasn't a bad reserve grade player, but I wasn't I wasn't uh, first grade material. But one of the first graders had gone down and they needed someone big take on Penrith. It was going to be a hard game. So um, at the time, uh, Ron Willey, who was the first grade coach? Asked uh, Wally Watsford, who's your biggest front rower? And, and uh, Wally put me up, yeah.
1: <laughs> mate, there's a bit of a story about it. Tugger Tugger gave you a few instructions?
2: Yeah, look, Tugger's a great mate of mine and, uh, and always supported me with my footy because, you know, even though I, I wasn't the greatest player, Tugger was always there to give me advice and a very good role model for, for, for all footy players. And uh, he said to me, Coogs, he said, you can't see, you can't catch the ball, just run straight and uh and just play hard
1: mate the the opposition uh was uh, there was one man there well known uh jeff gerard how, how did you come up against jeff
2: well tugger said to us first scrum i want to put a blue on because this uh penrith were going pretty good at the time and, and you know, they wanted to upset the apple cart so tugger instructed us to put the blue on the first scrum <laughs> so i packed down against jeff gerard who was an enforcer at the time quite a quite a a, a mean sort of guy yeah. and um yeah so as we packed down i just grabbed his beard and started throwing uppercuts
1: <laughs> <laughs> mate uh unfortunately we don't have that footage but what we do have viewers is another bit of footage where there was another stink and you were involved it was held at well, it was at uh, Redfern Oval on the hollow turf of Redfern Oval. It was an under twenty threes game against Balmain Tigers. Correct. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Look, this game was this this fight was more planned. Gordon Fraser Bones, uh, great friend of mine who I see a lot still today. Um, he was our coach under twenty threes. Uh, Balmain were were win, I think winning the comp, and Gordon I said, said wanted to upset it. them straight away. So uh, the instructions were to go out and first strum, put the stink on again.
1: The whole the whole club got wind
2: of it. Yeah, well, as you know, in those days, the first grade, reserve grade, and under twenty three all trained together. You know, we, yeah. all, we were we all sort of one one team, not split under threes. So because of because of the uh, you know talk at training, everyone knew that it was going to be on. So that uh, we had some you know uh, great footballers playing first grade at the time, the Ramplings, and um, you know Wayne Chisholm and, and a lot yeah. of those boys. You know them all um and so they all love a biff and they all wanted to come and watch the under 23s boys go off so i got sent off and then um uh, as, as you know i was a we go way back you and me and, and we you know, we've been really close friends and and you know that i had a bad temper in, in when i was young you know i had a i, had a, I wouldn't take a backward step yeah. so as i got sent off i uh, got to the got to the uh got to the uh, stand you know and the fans were giving it to me so i i started giving it back to them
1: yeah and back in the day at redfern oval well, the tunnel was really close to the fans, wasn't it, you It could, Was yeah, like an was, arm's length was, away. Was, they could probably the fans could probably nearly touch you. Yeah, if they well, well the
2: fans did. Uh, when you'd run out, the fans would, would tap you on the shoulder as you're walking and, walking th- yeah, running through. Yeah. So yeah, as that was, uh, the fans were attacking me, and uh, not not physically, but a lot of verbal verbal abuse. And I, and and I, and I sort of was fired up, so I retaliated <laughs> with that same <laughs> verbal abuse, probably worse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can see it all uh, on, on the footage there. And uh, mate, uh, you got a call the next day, I believe.
2: Yeah, I got a call from the president of the ARL at the time, um, instructing me that my behaviour had been reported by some fans, and under, under no uh, uncertain terms, if I continue my um, you know action like that again, then my footy career would be over and, and not to you know not to carry on like that. Yeah,
1: well, look to be understandable, but back in the day, you could get away with that, couldn't you, Coogs? And that's why state of origin was good many many years ago. There was a bit of biff. No one got really got hurt. And you know, obviously, you know you might have got sent off, but uh, you can't do it in today's game.
2: No, you can't do it in today's game. And, and the thing is, whether people like it or not, fans love it. That's fans right. love seeing big, strong, fit men belting each other. Yeah. And they love seeing big, and there's nothing better than seeing a big man go down. Yeah. You know, go down for a punch or or, or
1: a tackle or whatever. Yeah. Now we've got plenty of footage of old uh, old stinks back in the day on our Rabbit O's TV channel, but. Mate, uh, we'll move on to the boxing side of things. So yes. uh, you've got your gym down here and yes. uh, you must be happy that COVID is sort of like nearly past us and, yes. and you're back into the swing of things. A couple of the boys have just walked in ready for training now and uh, you've got a great, great little crew down here.
2: Yeah. Look, yeah, uh, boxing left my life for a while, um, you know, just due to, you know, you grow, you grow out of things. But my son Roy's now boxing and, um, and it's brought the love back to, to me and my great trainer, Johnny Lewis. Um, he like he's come back now with Harry Gar side to train and you know, and um, come out of retirement for that. So it's never too late to give something back to children, to kids. And 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 the best thing about boxing is no matter how troubled you are, um, boxing will get out those demons. Yeah. If you if you're suffering for any kind of mental issues, and Marubas at the moment going through a bad run with with young children and uh, with younger people having low self-esteem. Yeah. And boxing helps that because yeah. it gives you confidence and, and it works out those demons.
1: Yeah, and it's not only the, the young boxing um, you know potentials in the area, there's a lot of ladies that train here as well. Yeah,
2: I've got a lot of ladies, a big, big following of ladies that come and they love boxing, they love hitting something, getting their frustrations out. You know, years ago, you know, ladies weren't like looked at as to do that thing, but now they love it, and they and they and they always tell me when they're hitting the bag, they think they're hitting their husband, or they pretend they're hitting their husband. that's a good one <laughs> it's yeah. better than hitting their husband hit the bag <laughs> yeah that's it so
1: for all the young ladies out there and, and all the young girls uh, there's a great establishment here Outlaw Boxing and I just want to touch on uh, the ring itself you've got a, a great young crop of young kids coming through who mm-hmm. are just about to fight but there's been a couple other young ki- great kids uh, step into the ring here you do a lot of sparring here I've seen Jeff Fennec bring his crew over and young Brock Jarvis, yes. who's making uh, making a name for himself in the USA now.
2: Yeah, very great, very great fighter, Brock, and he's got a big career ahead of him and he's with a great, great coach, Jeff Fennec, and Jeff Fennec's a great friend of mine. He's always supported me and, and always helped me. And when he... Real, when I told him I was opening this gym, he was right behind me, and um, yeah, he's been he's been a real real handy asset to me and helped me and to promote the place, and, and yeah. he comes over quite a bit, and it's great. And I can't wait till he comes back from overseas with Brock and comes back.
1: Yeah, no, good stuff. Well, that's two great boxing trainers we've had on the show, ladies and gentlemen. We've had the great man who uh, Coos was just talking about, Johnny Lewis, and now we've had Mark Kyle on Rabbitohs TV. Uh, so if you're looking for a bit of boxing training, get down there, Outlaw Boxing, make sure you get down here, it's in the heart of Maroobah Junction, South City Territory, he's a big Rabbitoh supporter, you can't see the ring, but he's got South stickers all over the place, so make sure you get down here. Coogs, thanks for joining us on Rabideau's Thank, TV thanks mate. Thanks
2: very much Darren, it's been a pleasure. Well, well
0: done. done. Scaling now open up his own left and right to the body. Goodness, way to fight, and here comes Kyle, hey, not to be denied. Plenty of excitement in this fight here tonight, The heavyweight, they're opening the view for both blokes. Certainly a big punch out, he's got his hand caught up. <laughs> oh, big left hook thrown by Kyle. Oh, strike me great man to send him back to the neutral corner and he's decked this Scanlon. Scanlon's down there, the big bloke, he, he's got wild and he's open right up. ...of the second round. The winner, by knockout, Mark Bayout. I don't know what they're booing about. He knocked him out, I wonder how they'd go if they put them in the corner, got a right hand on their jaw so they could stand up to it. Fine who special for a man here, huh? and this is this Mark Carlaw who's attended a about with uh, yourself and uh, uh, Mark uh, Fennell, Arthur Fennell's uh, training. That's right. Yes. Is this the boy that played the football for South Sydney? Yes. Yes. He, he played one game of first grade and he's played reserve grade and under 23s, but uh, he realised there's a lot more money for him to be earned boxing than than playing football, and. Uh, I'd say within 12 months he'll be heavyweight champion of Australia, it's a big thing to say for a boy that's never had a professional fight and uh, after that we're looking at bigger things, you know he's well, a, a dedicated champion. boy, I've never seen a boy train as hard and as dedicated as this fellow and uh, that's... Well what let's it. face it Ern, like anyone that uh, does their own work and does the dedication, they're hard training, train, they always get results only looking at young Mark here now like he's in perfect physique, you're concentrating on your Running a tremendous lot, do you, Mark? Yes, I do. I run every morning. Yeah, uh, how four, far? Four to five kilometres a morning, yeah. Oh, every right. Hour. And how uh, about working out in the gym and that? Uh, well, we train for about an hour and a half straight every afternoon. Every afternoon, like in uh, the over at the McCormick Gymnasium in Newtown, there. That's right, yes. Yeah.